0: cherries, Adapted from the Tale of Sir Cleages, by Lindsay Harris Friel Read by Owen McEwan Once upon a time, there was a kind and intelligent lady who lived in a small castle in the kingdom of Grana Her name was Lady Clegis and she lived alone with her loyal companion and bard, Nico. Lady Clegis had once been very wealthy because she invented a farming tool called the hoe, because of her great invention, the people who lived on her land had farmed so wisely and well that the harvest had been plentiful. Every year at Yuletide, Lady Cleges would have a huge banquet for everyone in the land. She would give away food and barrels of mead and wine to everyone because she had a kind and generous heart. But eventually, everyone who lived on her land got rich and moved away. Lady Clegis had given away all of her wealth The land lay fallow, with no one to tend it. Lady Cleegis had no one but the roof over her head and her companion, Nico. She walked from room to room in her castle, remembering the yuletide feasts of the past. Nico asked, ''Are you sad, my lady? Shall I play you some music on my lute?'' Lady Clegis said, ''Oh, no, I am not sad.'' I remember all the singing and dancing of years past I remember the joyful stories The laughter and kindness we all shared No one can take that away from me Nico said Milady, I think you're going mad from cold and hunger Shall I play you a song on my lute? Lady Cleges said No, I'm going outside to sit underneath the cherry tree And contemplate the meaning of life And so she did She sat upon the cold earth and looked up through the bare branches and gazed at the winter night sky. Nico said, Let me play a tune for your contemplation on this the longest and darkest night of the year. As Lady Clegis stared up into the winter solstice sky, something magical happened. Leaves began to grow on the branches of the bare winter tree. Pale pink and white flowers blossomed. Before Lady Cleegis knew what was happening, the branches were heavy with sweet cherries, as dark red as drops of blood. Quick, Nico, help me gather these cherries, for a winter solstice miracle has happened, said Lady Cleegis. Nico said, We shall have a cherry feast! Lady Clegis said, No, Nico, we must share these cherries, for this tree has given us a gift. Let's take them to the queen. So they gathered up the cherries in Lady Clegis' apron, lit a lantern, and set off for the queen's palace. The palace was set for a yuletide feast, and the party was in full swing. But when they approached the palace gate, a guard stopped them. "'Who goes there?' said the guard. Lady Cleegis said, "'I come bearing cherries for the queen.' The guard said, "'There is no such thing as cherries in winter. Be off with you. Be gone!' "'Oh, but these are magic cherries,' said Lady Cleegis, and she showed her apron full of the wondrous cherries. The guard said, What's in it for me? Lady Cleegis said. If you let me see the king, I will give you some of whatever the king rewards me. The guard said. You will give me half. Come on, your ladyship, let us eat these cherries ourselves, said Nico. Hush, Nico. Guard, I will give you one-third of what the king rewards me, and I won't say one-third about how rude you were to me, said Lady Cleegis. All right, one-third, you may pass, but I'm keeping my eye on you, little lady." They passed through the courtyard, where they could hear singing and dancing, and see how the windows were brightly lit. They got to the door of the royal household, where another guard waited. Halt! Who goes there? Here we go again, said Nico the bard. Lady Clegis said, I come bearing cherries for the queen. Bah! Humbug! "'Why should I let you in?' said the guard. Nico said, "'Because you don't want me to write a song about how stupid you are.' "'The guard said, "'I'm warning you, wastrel.' "'Now, now,' said Lady Cleges. "'If you let us through, "'I will give you some of whatever the king gives me. "'And I won't speak of how rude you are.' Mm, "'Fine. "'I like a good reward. "'You may pass,' said the guard.' Lady Clegis and Nico went inside the royal household. Everything smelled of pine boughs and rich food, and they could hear music and laughter coming from the top of the stairs. At the top of the stairs was yet another guard. Nico said, I think I can guess how this is going to go. Stop! No one enters the king's feasting hall without my permission. You will respect my authority, said the guard. Lady Clegis said, I come bearing cherries for the queen. Let me in. Cherries in winter? You may as well be bringing hen's teeth. Be gone, said the guard. These are magical cherries. They are a special gift for the queen and cannot go to waste, said Lady Clegis. The guard smiled a wicked smile and said, Leave the cherries, and I will be sure she gets them. Nico said, Yeah, right. Lady Clegis said, if you let me in, I will give you some of whatever reward the king gives me. The guard said, You will give me half, and I will kick you down the stairs, and your little dog too. Nico said, Hi, hi. Lady Clegis said, "Nico's not a dog, and I will give you one third of whatever the king rewards me, and I won't say how rude you were to me. Fine, but this had better be good, said the guard and he opened the door to the king's feasting hall. Everything in the king's feasting hall was warm and bright. A fire blazed on the hearth, musicians played and sang, People laughed and danced and told stories and hugged. There were plates of meats and cheeses and bread and pitchers of punch and wine. At the high table sat the king and queen of Granade, King Rufus and Queen Seraphina. Lady Cleges approached the table and said to the queen, Your majesty, I have brought you a gift. The king said, What do you think you are doing? And the queen said, Excuse me, my dear, but this is my gift. Lady Clegis said, I have come with my companion Nico to bring the gift of magical, sweet, ripe winter cherries. You mean dried cherries, said the king. We have plenty of those in our fruit cakes. "'There is no such thing as having ripe cherries in winter,' he said, "'and laughed at Lady Clegis and Nico in their snowy, damp rags. "'No,' said Lady Clegis, "'I mean sweet, ripe, red, fresh winter cherries,' "'as she untied her apron and bestowed the bounty of cherries upon the queen. "'Tears swelled up in the queen's eyes, and she smiled and said, "'I haven't had cherries like this since I was a little girl.' "'How did you make this magic happen?' "'And Lady Clegis said, "'I was contemplating the mysteries of the universe, "'and the good earth bestowed them upon me, "'and all good gifts should be shared.' "'The king said, "'You have made my queen smile, "'and for that you shall be richly rewarded.' "'Before you go any further,' said Lady Clegis, "'your guards made such an impression on me,' "'I'd like them to share in my good fortune. "'Could you call them here, please?' "'The king called for the guardsmen "'and had them stand before the feasting table "'with Lady Clegus and Nico. "'The king said, "'Madam, you may choose anything you like "'on the feasting table, "'even my gold plates and cups. "'I should like that great big clay pitcher of milk,' "'said Lady (laughs) Cleges. "'Are you mad?' said the king. That milk will be sour by the time you get it home. That can't be the reward you choose. Oh, but it is, said Lady Clegis. And she gave the pitcher to Nico and said, Do what you must do. Nico flung the pitcher of milk into the faces of the guards, splattering their faces and soaking their beards. Nico said, I'm going to write a song called Three Fools Who Stank of Sour Milk, and you will never live this down. The queen clapped her hands until her palms were sore, and she laughed so hard no sound came out, and tears came down her cheeks. Lady Clegis curtsied, and her heart brimmed with joy. The queen reached up to the back of her neck, to her necklace of diamonds and rubies. She undid the clasp, removed it from her neck, and gave it to Lady Clegis. Between heaves of laughter, the queen said, No greater jewel can I have than the memory of your gift this night. I will remember this yuletide feast, and it will always bring me joy. You shall dine by my side as my honored guest tonight. And when Lady Clegis and Nico returned to their castle, their bellies and pockets were full, their hearts sang, and their spirits shone with gratitude. And they lived Happily ever after. The End The Old Tide Cherries, adapted for the tale of Sircleges, by Ted Harris and Lizzie harris performed by Omi McEwan edited and sound design by Ted Harris and Lizzie harris Friol. the music is Wedding in Asgard by Vincent Friel and Clear Air by Kevin Cloud sound effects by Apple Loops and freesound.org please check the show notes for more The Time Church was brought to you by 6630 Productions we wish you a happy new year and a happy holiday season to all